Um, I checked out, I got home, and I was still just like really bothered by this interaction that I witnessed. And I was bothered that I didn't say anything or do anything. And so I just thought, well, what am I going to do to get over this? Um, I can't let it go. So I sat down with my journal and uh, I wrote down, who do you think you are? Um, and it was like, I had like this icky feeling, this, this sad feeling. I just couldn't let it go. So this is what I wrote. Who do I think I am? I think I am full of love. I am worthy of love and the goodness and the wonderful things and experiences that have happened to me in the future and bounty from the universe. I am Christine. I am kindness, humor, love, quirky, not afraid to be silly, learning to love all of the good and all of the not so good of me, and I am a work in progress. So here I am. So how did I get to this spot where I felt like I needed to have a podcast? Well, it's kind of a long story. It actually, I started listening to podcasts probably maybe almost five years ago. Um, I took a job where I had an hour commute one way there and then an hour commute home. So two hour commute, if you want to call it that. And uh, I started listening to a few podcasts and it was also a very painful time in my life. Um, my marriage was crumbling before me and it was close to the 20 year mark. And there were just days that I would just cry on the way to work and just cry on the way home. And, uh, I just found myself to be feeling so alone. I was holding all of this in and I was very ashamed and very embarrassed about what I was going through. Because on the outside looking in, I think everybody thought my life was so wonderful and so perfect and I was so lucky. And I wanted to believe that too. So I found myself um, searching for podcasts and I started listening to a few. Uh, one of the very first ones I listened to is called Barely Friending. And uh, shout out to Barely Friending with MJ. And um, I, I, uh, I'm forgetting his name right now because I'm nervous. I listen to them all the time. Sorry, Eddie, MJ and Eddie. Um, and they made me laugh. And they just kind of took me to a place where it took my mind off of the serious things that were going on and the sad things that were going on in my life. And just took the focus off of me and and something else that was just funny. And humor is such a big part of my life. So that was one of the first ones that I started listening to. Um, I have several, well, I have too many to listen to now. I can't get through them all, even with my commute. But um, shout out to Barely Friending. You were my first uh, podcast that I started following. So, um, and through that, I found other podcasts. And what what it all lent to me is that I started, I went from comedy and then I also found some self-help ones. And what it it provided for me is that I wasn't alone and that everybody has a story and everybody is going through something. And uh, it just that provided so much comfort and it gave me a little bit of courage um, to know that I wasn't alone and to actually talk and confide, confide in a few people. Um, 
one of those people is one of uh, my very good friends, Melissa, who will be a future guest on the podcast. And uh, it was just so freeing to be able to actually talk about what was going on on in my life and not keep it a secret and and share from there. So with that said, that brought me to where I'm at now. Um, I think a lot of people are living a life and they're wanting it to look perfect. Or they're wanting it to uh, look all good. And I don't know if I was wanting it to look perfect. I don't know. But that's, I think, just what it looked like from the outside. Because I was, you know, had been married for a long time. I had two kids, two beautiful children. I had my oldest, is my son, and then my younger one is my daughter. And they were doing good and doing well in school, and they were successful in academics and in sports. And we go to, you know, as his parents, when I was still married, we would go to the games and we would sit together. And um, it just from the outside looking in, you'd think, oh, this family, they're, you know, they just look at them, they have it all. And truly, I didn't. Truly, I was just just so broken and sad on the inside trying to make something work that just was never going to in the end. So um, I want to be able to provide hope to other people. So here I am. And I think a way, my way that I want to provide hope. So, you know, there's so many podcasts out there and there are many wonderful ones, you know, so many great ones. And for me, my twist that I want to bring to this is everybody's going through something. Everybody has a struggle. Um, maybe you're not going through it currently. Or maybe it's something that you went through five years ago, ten years ago, or two years ago, um, and you just can't get through it or you can't get over it. I would, And I want to just to provide hope to people that you can get through it, um, you're not alone, and how people get through it. Because I think people so often want to skip to the happy ending, and then I feel like where the good stuff is is in the struggle, in the valley, and and climbing up out of that valley. How did you do that? I think a lot of us don't have the tools. Um, I'm not perfect. I'm still a work in progress, and I'm trying to learn those tools. And my format is I'm going to have a guest each episode for them to talk about who they think they are, who do you think you are, and what their maybe most uh, difficult struggle was that they had in life and how they got through it to help provide insight and tools for my listeners. So um, a little bit about me. Uh, I am, grew up in an Air Force family. My dad was a career military man, and I was fortunate enough to travel with my parents and live in many different places and go to many different schools. And a lot of times, you know, people are like, oh my gosh, you had to move and you didn't go to the same school your whole life and you didn't have the same friends your whole life. And there's something to be said for that. But for me, I think that I was fortunate. I was the fortunate one to be able to move and to have different settings and different states, different friends, and just to be able to start over. So um, I have a brother. We were very close growing up. I have two wonderful parents, and they're still married. And uh, they have been um, so supportive of me. Um, just I, 
folks are going to have to bear with me. I'm a crier and I'm getting choked up right now just even talking about my parents. Um, They're just wonderful. And I think um, a lot of my struggle is that I am a recovering people pleaser. And uh, I didn't coin that that, uh, term myself. I I think maybe the joy junkie did on her podcast and I'm, I'm using it. So I'm sorry um, if that's not who the correct credit goes to, but it's not my original saying, but um, I'm a recovering people pleaser and I so badly wanted to have a successful marriage for many reasons. But one of them was because I just wanted to make my parents proud because they were still married and I value that union so much. And, uh, Lo and behold, they knew something was wrong. They just didn't know what it was. And when I finally confided and told them, uh, they were so supportive and so wonderful and were just my biggest fans in the darkest of my days and just helping me get through. And so thank you, Mom and Dad, for that. Um, They are awesome. They're adorable. They were married very young, and they're still married. And... uh, they're some of my best friends. So, um, and then I was married, uh, no longer married now. I'm a little over two years divorced, finalized. And I have two awesome human beings that I am proud to call my kids. Uh, my son, TJ, uh, is following his dream and moved to Colorado. He was raised in the Midwest and moved 12 hours away to go to um, school in Colorado and following his dream. And he's a junior there, and he's doing great. And um, I just love how funny and kind he is and how he has such a adventurous spirit. So, And then I also have uh, my daughter, who is getting ready to graduate high school. And she's going to be moving on as well. She's going to go to a community college about an hour away, and I'm super excited for her um, with all of her um, adventures that are just getting ready to happen for her, and I just love her so much. She is a little girl boss junior in the making, and I'm excited for her because things that I'm just catching on to in my 40s, she's already being exposed to and is learning and, and knows and understands and I just can't imagine what she's going to be like um, 10 years, 20 years from now, already having a basis of being authentic and being vulnerable and and standing up for what you believe in and not being shallow and all the above. So, yes, she's beautiful. And her name is Addie. So, looking back, when I was in the middle of, my marriage dissolving or when I was during my divorce and even the first year after was really rough. Um, and I felt like that was just the worst thing that had ever happened to me. And I thought, how in the world can people move on and go on when you're just, all you can do is just not cry getting through the day. You know, I mean, I would have to give myself a pep talk in the car, in the parking lot. Okay. You are going to wrap this up, all of these feelings and these emotions, and you're going to sit them on the shelf 
You're going to sit them on this shelf right here, this invisible shelf that I had in my car, and you're going to go into work and you're going to be a rock star and you're not going to think about what's going on on the outside. You're going to think about how you can be the best occupational therapist that you can be today to your patients. So, um, but it was a struggle it, and it, it was hard to get to the place that I'm at now. Um, I had counseling, had a, a wonderful counselor. Um, I had very supportive parents. Um, I don't keep a ton of friends. I'm friendly to everybody, but, um, I only have like a couple of, you know, a handful of really tight, close friends, and um, they they really helped me get through this too. Um, I had one particular friend who had just gone through a divorce and was a very similar situation um, with um, children about the same age, um, ex spouse that used to be in the military, et cetera, et cetera, and and um, I only knew how to identify myself with my roles and I feel that's where I learned that that was a lot of my struggle was I was looking at myself in the mirror going well who are you now Christa who who is this Christine if you're not a wife any longer then who are you and how how are you how can you have a family how are you gonna have a family when it's broken and it's not together um and that was a really sad place to be in, and I realize now that's not the truth. But at the time, that felt like my truth. And uh, I was just, I was so broken. I was like this, I have this metaphor in my mind of like, I was this glass bottle, right? And uh, I was, it was shattered. My glass bottle, my world was, was shattered. And I was just out to sea, thrown out to sea in this storm. And this storm of, you know, my marriage falling apart and my firstborn, my oldest going off to college and having to, you know, be on my own and buy a, a home on my own and do everything by myself for the first time. Um, and I was just so scared. But two, you know, two years later, I realized that I ended up being this piece of beautiful, broken sea glass that washed up on the shore. And so I love sea glass for that reason, because I feel like it's a metaphor for my life. Um, and I just, I think it could be a metaphor for many people. So I almost called the podcast like sea glass stories. I mean, I, I was close to that, but I decided to go a different route. Oh goodness. I'm nervous guys. I'm kind of rambling. I'm sorry. Uh, I will get better at this. I promise. Um, so what were the roles that I identified with? I identified as being a wife, a mother, you know, a, a believer of God, a daughter, a sister, and I was still many of those things. The only thing that was taken from me was, um, or not taken from me, the, the role that I no longer served was a wife, but I realized I was so much more than that. Um, and I'm not, I'm more than just roles. So what are some of the things that I think I am? I think I'm full of love. I think I'm kind to everyone. I find it important to be very caring. Um, I'm a very good friend to um, a few people that I keep in my life uh, that are close to me. I, I think I'm funny. 
Um, I'm silly, and I'm not afraid to be silly. I think that's one of my strengths. Um, I'm empathetic, and I believe I'm uh, spiritual. I, I believe um, in God and Jesus and all that goodness, and I just kind of struggle with the paradigm that was presented to me growing up, and I believe he's so much more, so much larger, and so much bigger um, than what I was taught. And so a lot of times you'll hear me talking about the universe, like with a capital U, right? So that's like God, my higher power, all of the above. I believe in the universe. Dare I say, um, I'm a little woo woo, right? Um, it, I've even figured out what my spirit animal is, which is a sea lion, by the way. Um, if you are, uh, know what your spirit animal too is, um, in the show note links, um, message me and let me know what your spirit animal is. And if you identify with it, um, some of the things that I do that I think are a little witchy, witchy woo woo or woo woo or hippie, um, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I like to journey, um, with the beat of a drum that's like native, a native American beat. And there's actually like research with it and beta waves that go with it that uh, actually connect your brain, your beta brain waves. And it's like a form of meditation, and you journey to your spirit animal, and um, it's a really cool thing that I like to do. That I, It's a way that I meditate and find some guidance. Um, I Another thing that I do is I listen to some self-care podcasts. Uh, shout out to J.P. Sears. He is um, one of my favorite podcasters right now, and he is super funny and not afraid to be silly and spiritual, but doesn't take it too seriously, and I just laugh every week when his new episodes come out. Um, uh, and then also Sean Stevenson, he's another one that I really love. Um, he's a little, little funny and super smart and, um, authentic and vulnerable. And that's exactly what, um, my journey is, is where I'm at. I just want to be authentic to everybody around me and make myself vulnerable to show that, it's okay to be me. It's okay to be you. It's okay to be okay to be whoever you think you are. Um, we don't have to be perfect and we don't have to have a perfect life. Now that doesn't mean you need to air your dirty laundry for everybody to see on Facebook or on Instagram or, or whatever social media form you use, but just it's okay to not be okay. Um, and then another one of my little woo-woo things that I like are crystals. I'm like so into crystals. So one of the um, segments on my podcast, okay, by the way, if you hear these little weird pitter-patter noises and crinkly toys, this is my little dog, Sammy. Sammy, please go away. He, Sammy, go away. He likes to be the center of attention, so he's trying to be the center of attention of my podcast. I'll have to put pictures of him up so you can see him, but. Uh, at some point, but right now, if you hear these little weird, like, pitter-patter and jumping noises, that's my seven-pound, half-chihuahua, half-Japanese chin dog. Hi, Sammy. Bye, Sammy. Um, all right, so back to um, crystals, right? So I'm going to have a segment on each podcast uh, where people can choose a crystal. 
out of a container, and then we're going to look it up and talk about what it is and what it means. So I chose um, lapis lazuli, and I don't know if I said that right. I'm sorry if I didn't. It's a real pretty blue stone that has a little bit of like a gold fleck in it, and the nickname is the Wisdom Keeper. And I chose this stone because I specifically bought this one um, for the podcast uh, to, to promote creativity, right? So uh, this is what the, the little piece of paper that came with the stone says. Realize your spiritual potential with the high vibrational energy of lapis lazuli, full of wisdom and awareness that this stone brings your soul will be ready to embark on a journey of awakening. This is a powerful stone for broadening your understanding and should be used especially with those having issues of self-expression. So self-expression slash creativity. So anyways, lapis lazuli, folks. It was one of the very first like specialty stones that I bought myself, and I just love them. Um, my, I love them so much I have a friend who gives some to me, and then my kids both gave me some beautiful ones for Christmas, and then... My daughter even gave me like this really awesome like cross section of um, one that might have been red jasper. I'm trying to remember off the top of my head, but it's really pretty. So I like to wear them too. Sometimes if I can't wear them, I have some earrings and I've um, I have some bracelets. And then I also I have been known to carry rocks in my pockets, and I even will hand them out at work sometimes um, or hand them to friends, and uh, people get a kick out of them. Even if people like aren't totally like into it and they think they're silly, like sometimes they'll be like, Hey, I've got my rock in my pocket today, or I or I was nervous and I brought my rock with me um on my trip, or I brought my rock with me to my game and blah blah blah. So um you know what? Who couldn't use a little bit more magic, right? Um so yeah, I love me some crystals. Another one of my um segments that I'm going to have on the show, I'd like to ask people as different forms of self-care that they do for themselves. So some of the things that I do, and some of these are generic, right? But I'm still going to state them anyways, because they're important to me. Um, Exercise. Uh, It is such a stress reliever for me. And it also um, gives me permission to care about my physical appearance, And I think that's okay. Like for a long time, I thought it was just shallow and you shouldn't have to, shouldn't be concerned about what you look on the outside because what matters the most is what, how you feel and who you are on the inside. And I still believe that, that that is what's most important. But I also think that there's nothing wrong and I've given my permission to um, care about what I do look like on the outside because I want my outside to kind of match how I feel on the inside. So um, exercise. Uh, and I actually have um, started using a coach, a personal trainer from afar. It was kind of inspirational from my brother, Donnie. Um, he has been on a fitness journey. Um, I, I would dare say like a, a self-care journey, truly. And uh, he looks amazing. He's getting ready to compete, guys. Um, I'll have to put his stuff in the show notes too, like his handle in case you want to follow him on Instagram and he looks awesome. And then shout out to Nick, my personal trainer, who's, um, whipping me into shape and I'm just, I'm feeling awesome. I'm, I'm just in the beginning of it. I'm in week four now of 20. So 
um, but I'm committed and it just feels good. I love it. Another thing that I have that I do for myself for form of self-care is I have given my permit self permission to fuck up. Okay. I'm just going to warn you right now. I like to cuss. I like to swear. I'm probably going to do more of it when I'm more comfortable and I have my guests on the show and it's more conversational. I don't really cuss a lot to myself. Well, I take that back. I do. I say the F word a lot underneath my breath and all kinds of things. Um, I talk to myself all the time. <laughs> I was, uh, doing a return at a, in dropping off some boxes at like a UPS drop site. And I was standing at the counter and I, the gentleman walked up to help and he's like, so I see you talking to yourself as, you know, how's the conversation going? Is it well? And I just laughed and I said, well, I, I know I'm always having a conversation with myself in my head. I didn't realize I was doing it out loud. And he was like, oh yeah, yeah, you did. You, you sound fine though. So yes, I talk to myself and I answer myself, but yeah. Permission to fuck up. So again, this whole like recovering people pleaser and like perfectionist thing, I'm letting that go. Um, and sometimes I think, oh, I got this and I mastered this and I let that go. And then something comes up and it kind of just uh, kicks up the, 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 the dirt in the bottom of the water and like makes it all murky again. And here we go. But um, I think that's okay to cycle back to things sometimes. You're, it, it's, I'm a work in progress. I'm never finished, right? Um, and that I'll have a whole other episode on that too. You can get more, more details. Um, basically just being able to extend grace to myself. So, um, so important because I extend grace to everybody around me. I am so full of love and understanding, and second chances, and third chances for everybody in my life, but boy, am I stingy with that when it comes to myself, so just trying to learn how to extend grace um, to myself. Uh, other little things that I do for self-care, I love to take a bath and soak in different types of salts or magnesium flakes, um, also, I like to light a candle, too, and put essential oils in it, uh, and it just, the, that little thing doesn't hardly cost any money, but boy, do I just feel like I am really doing something for myself in that time, and turning the, the bathroom light off and lighting a, a nice candle and either listening to music or maybe read a book. I've dropped a few books in the tub, but you can still read them after you've dropped them in the water. You just got to let them dry out. They get a little wrinkly, but, you know, it happens. <laughs> uh, and my dogs, they're another form of self-care. Like, I love them. So I have two. You heard my little samurai, um, a.k.a. Sammy, running around everywhere. He lifted up his head. He's looking at me. He heard me say his name. Yes, I'm talking about you, my little bug-eyed boy. Um, and then I also have a pug, my old man, Dewey, Dew Bear. Uh, he is 10 years old and he's an old 10. He had a rough start to life. Um, oh, he was inbred and has all kinds of pug issues. I mean, you name it, he has it. Um, elongated soft palate, narrow trachea, uh, two narrow nose nostrils that had to be roto-rootered out, allergic to anesthesia when he had his surgeries, allergic to anesthesia again when he had to have his teeth cleaned, and 
I mean, had to have special dog food, gets ear infections all the time, skin infections all the time. Oh my gosh, yes. He's my platinum pug because I have spent a lot of money on him, and I love him, and that's okay. Wouldn't have it any other way. I also had mentioned essential oils. That's another form of self-care. Enjoy them. I put them in my bath. I've got a diffuser out in the main area of my home. I've got one by my bedside that every night I run. At nighttime, uh, my favorite combo is bergamot and lavender. I like to mix those together. And it's right on my bedside, and it just... Um, I enjoy it. It makes me feel a little special. Um, proper sleep. That is another form of self-care for me. I used to try to stay up late and, you know, oh, I want to watch this show or I want to watch this movie or I want to read this book. And I've just gotten really uh, stingy with my time to sleep, and that is okay. So then that's another thing that I learned from Sean Stevenson. Shout out to Sean Stevenson and the Model Health Show, another one of my favorite podcasts. Such a smart guy, and he's easy on the eyes, too. Um, I'm friends with him on Instagram. Um, he, he's married. You know, I totally respect that. But, hey, you know what? you got to um, admire God's work. Sean, you look good. You're taking care of yourself. I enjoy it. Uh, but he, he has written a book, um, and I, it's escaping me right now, but it's on sleep. I actually gave it to my mom at Christmas, and it's so good. It talks about all the benefits and how lack of sleep carries over into so many different areas of your life and in your health. So um, big believer in proper sleep and sleep patterns and sleep routines. And then also another thing that I do for self-care is proper nutrition. Now, am I perfect at this? Absolutely not. Do I fall off of the wagon and go back to the sugar? I sure do, especially around the holidays. But I have to say... For well over a year, I have been very consistent with trying to keep sugar out of my diet and white flour out of my diet and trying to eat clean. Just as simple as eating clean. It's made a huge difference in my life. I feel better. Um, I have more energy. I don't have a lot of digestive um, difficulties that I used to have. And I just feel really good. And I think I sleep better too. And I just have more energy. I mean, it's... I'm a believer in the eating clean. Um, and I'm not a big believer in diets or, you know, taking certain things or food groups out. But eliminating sugar and white flour has been a tremendous uh, help for me in my body and in my life. And then last but not least, one of the newest things I've been using is CBD oil. And um, I'll do a whole episode on this, and I'll probably have my mom, Linda, as a guest on my podcast for this, because she's one of the ones who introduced this to me. And um, it's a cannabinoid oil, and it doesn't have the psychotropic effects or the THC from marijuana, but it has the benefits of it. Um, No, I'm not doing drugs. Um, it's, yes, it is legal, not illegal. It's legal. You can buy it places. Um, and I am actually a distributor for a company. I don't really sell it to anybody, but I am a distributor for myself and I love it. They have, you can like consume it orally through capsules or oil, um, or they even have vapes. Uh, They also have a salve that I really love too for sore muscles that I use, especially after working out. Um, 
they have greens that are awesome that are like one of the best line of greens out there that have a little bit of the CBD in it too. And I just, ugh. I mean, like I said, I could go on and on. We're going to have to do a whole uh, podcast on just that CBD oil. So I will put a link to that in the show notes as well for information if you're interested. So again, guys, I just want to share a message of hope and love. I'm sorry for all of the ums and yas and stuttering and jumping dogs and pitter-patter, <laughs> different weird noises. I will get better. Uh, super nervous. I put this off for a month and I wanted to record and I just, I don't know what was holding me back. I think it was fear. I think uh, in life, for me, I have this, I call her my inner shit talker. Again, not an original term. I believe I got that from Amy, the Joy Junkie uh, podcast that I listen to. And uh, it's so true. It's that mean girl. You know, that mean girl from junior high. Like, she still kind of like lives inside of me some. And I have to tell her to shut the fuck up sometimes because she just likes to pop her head out. And, and just that inner critic, the negative one that's, oh... Why do you want to do a podcast? You don't have anything to say. There's other good ones out there. No one's going to listen. You're going to sound stupid. And, you know, just anything and everything to keep me from doing it. Um, and she's there a lot. So, you know what? Inner shit talker, be quiet. Go away. Go back where you came from. I'm not listening to you anymore. Uh, and, yeah, bye. So, <laughs> anyways. Um, you're not alone. I just want to, I just want to tell you that you're not alone. If you're struggling, whether it's, I talk a lot about my marriage falling apart and it's just because that was the, where this inspiration kind of came from for me was just like, to me, that was the worst thing that had ever happened to me. And now I realize that it was a gift and I will want to end with saying that a lot of these trials and tribulations that we go through we think, why did this happen to me? And you got to reframe that thought as, why did this happen for me? Not, why did this happen to me? Why did this happen for me? Because in the valleys, in the trenches, when you're in your lowest of lows, that is where growth comes from. That is where you find out who you truly are. And you're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. Have, find a friend to talk to, message me, um, just, just listen to the podcast. You're going to hear more guests. Every guest is going to have a story to share. Uh, and sometimes it just can be a, a simple thing of like a car wreck or, um, you know, failing a class in college or, I mean, I don't know, but whenever that thing, that event is happening to you and that episode is happening to you, I don't want to take away that, oh, well, your struggle isn't as bad as my struggle. You know what? We're not here to compare. We're not. Like when you're going through something, your hardship and your heartache is just as real as anybody else's. And this, I want this to be a safe place for us to share, for us to learn, and for um, to be able to listen and learn. And you're just, you're not alone. Um, so I love me some Brene Brown. And in her book, uh, Rising Strong, she quotes Theodore Roosevelt from 1910, um, and his speech was called Man in the Arena. 
And so I'm, I'm bringing this up because it talks about putting yourself out there. Okay. So here's the quote. It is not the critic that, who counts, nor the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of the deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who at least knows in the end the triumph of the high achievement and who was at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly. And friends, that's how I want to live my life. I want to be in the arena. I don't want to be on the sidelines looking and watching and hoping that I'll get to jump into the game. I want to be in the I want to be in the game of life. I want to be in the arena. I want you to be in my arena. Um, and that's all I have to say for this first episode. If you hear another snorting noise, no, that is not me. No, I do not have a sinus infection. No, I'm not snoring. That would be my pug who just came in here. Uh, Friends, I will try to remember to close my door next time so that my dogs aren't um, sneezing and sniffing and jumping on the microphone. I apologize for that. Um, Thank you for listening. Um, Please let leave me a comment if you enjoyed this show I will leave a link for you to be able to communicate with me I don't want any haters I don't want to hear any negativity so if you have don't have anything nice to say don't send it all right um I love you guys have a wonderful week have a beautiful week and I will talk to you next time with a guest bye